Welcome back, everybody, to A Certain Point of View in our weekly Last of Us discussions. We are here. Uh, two episodes left to talk about, only one left to watch. We are here to review episode eight, uh, When We Are in Need, um, the possibly the craziest episode we've seen so far because of the subject matter. And we're going to get to it here in just a little bit. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, as you can see, Brian is not here. Brian is uh, busy with his job. He's got student-teacher conferences yeah. today. So um, he's he's a little busy be over there on, on school grounds. But we're here holding down the fort for him. We're trying to get the ways that he would die. That way we can answer it before the end of the show. Hopefully he responds. But let's go ahead and see how everybody's doing today. Jill, I'll start with you. How is your Tuesday? Uh, fine. I was home today. It was really slow. <laughs> Uh, looked up some more wedding venues, uh, might go tour this one, but it might be a little too pricey, but go see it anyway. No, because then if we fall in love with it, then I'm like, fuck, like, so I don't want to do that. <laughs> you might be able to make... haggle the price down though. Yeah. Then you can make it work. You make things happen, Jill. You make things happen. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that was my day. Going to make, I got some stuff to make some loaded potato soup. Um, so I'm going to make, so make that. We'll see how that goes. There's bacon involved, so it should be good. Um, can't go wrong with that. Bacon and cheese. You really can't go wrong with those two. Can't I like wrong. those things. Thank yeah. you. Good. <laughs> Come over. I'll save you a bowl. <laughs> uh, Molly, how about you? How are you doing? Doing pretty good. I've never felt older, though, because like of having these this weird hip pain that won't go away. But I'm going to push past it. And I'm excited to talk about this episode. We're just gearing up for Mando and Bad Batch tomorrow. So we've been doing all that stuff today. I feel, and this is way off topic, but I feel so bad for you guys because it's not just Mando, Bad Batch. It's Celebration. It's Variety dropping news articles. Like there is just everything. Well, is that even news anymore? Like <laughs> I know it's not like news. No one was but, like, shocked by that news. It's yeah. just like one thing after another in the middle of like, all this television that's it's just it's crazy today right? was pretty stressful just like <laughs> getting the panel schedule and like yeah. waiting yeah. to like, hear if we were going to hear about the hollow net news stage which we still mm -hmm. don't know about that yet so i don't know yeah yeah i feel bad for you guys so uh alex how are you doing i felt great today i mean i did a lot of i did prep work for tomorrow so i can do like eight videos and a live stream but Today, like we're we're getting in a good rhythm. I feel like, with despite so much happening, I feel yeah. feel pretty good about the rhythm we're in. Yeah, good. Yeah, celebration is at the end of April. Is that is that beginning right? of April? Beginning it's at the beginning of April. of April. Okay, so it's April only like a month 7th away through tenth. Got it. Okay, so yeah, it's about it's a month like away. Exactly a month away. It's exactly a month away. Actually, okay. All right. It's cool. Cool. Final. Um. All right, well, before we get going, i got to bring up this comment here because this is just a great way to start this conversation off. Nice to meet everyone again. Thank you. Guys. <laughs> like, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, let's talk about this. There, there's obviously a lot to break down within this episode. Um, we get to meet a bunch of new characters that we have never seen before. And my goodness, did they, they leave their impact. Uh, we got a voice actor to finally make his debut in live action, which was very, very cool. Um, and what an epic death, I must say. Uh but let's get everyone's immediate reaction to this episode before we dive into it. Alex, I'll go right back to you. What was your reaction to episode eight? Uh, I loved it. I was looking forward to this one. I think this is the most memorable part of the game as well. Oh, cool. Playing, okay. Yeah, playing through it again. It, it Just every time you get closer and closer to winter, you're just like, oh, God, just dreading it. Uh, and I, I thought they nailed it. It was great to see 
at Troy Baker playing James and you mentioned his death. I, I haven't heard him say this, but people online were saying at some point he said, if they ever do an adaptation, I hope Joel kills me or something like that. <laughs> so, but he was like thrilled that Ellie yeah. got to do it. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, and Molly. Uh, I loved this episode. I love really violent episodes <laughs> that kind of start kind of quiet, but yeah. it, everything was like so tense the whole time. And then you get to the end and there's just so much blood, so much <laughs> killing. I, I was, I was, I was a happy camper. I was like, yay, <laughs> violence <laughs> on my TV screen. Finally. It is funny to watch this episode and I had a very similar reaction, but it is funny to watch this episode and think back to the last seven and be like, there really hasn't been that much violence. Like there's been some. But there hasn't been like that much. This one definitely like takes the cake as far as in one episode. Mm -hmm. uh, like people are violence for sure. Here. It's the most blood we've seen throughout the entire series so yeah. far. Yeah. Uh, Jill, how about you? What was your reaction? Um, if I had a nickel for every time I said, oh, damn, during this <laughs> episode, I would have a, a pocket full of nickels. Uh, it was wild. And it was it was I I. I do love the story and everything we're getting from The Last of Us. I, I've talked about it every time I'm on here and how the writers of this series are, they all deserve an Emmy. They deserve all the awards. But I'm very much like Molly where I was very happy. We got some blood and guts thrown God, back into this crazy world. Freaking, it's like you're cannibals or something. I don't know. Oh, huh, well, funny thing. <laughs> but um, I do want to bring this one comment up because this was my thoughts exactly. Give Bella Ramsey mm. the Emmy. Because, yeah. oh, my gosh, I have to remind myself every time I see her on screen that she is only 19 years old and she is absolutely freaking killing it. Yeah. Like, this was her Emmy episode. This was mwah, amazing. Someone, someone compared uh, some of her stuff in this episode to, oh, no, now I can't, uh, Rorschach's stuff in Watchmen where he's like, <laughs> I'm not in here with your yeah. with you. You're, You're in, here in here with, with me. me. And I was like, Whoa, oh my god, that's so interesting. good. Interesting. Yeah, that's a good. That's a very good comparison. I love that. Hmm. Very love interesting. That. Yeah, no, it's it's the show has done a great job, and we talked about it last week. But uh, I love the switch of point of view. Mm -hmm. Now it's everything from her perspective, and they went all in on her perspective. Um, and I love it. And obviously, she was the star of this the story because she's obviously the center point, but the last two episodes, they've really made sure to like for those people who maybe didn't believe it. She is, she's the show like Joel's great. Pedro's great, but she is the show. And this la this episode specifically, which I can't wait to dive into. And Alex, you mentioned it, but like the way it starts so super slow and then kind of just like amps up as it goes along. Like we had them searching in the neighborhood and then we get to the compound and then the very end, it's a very slow build until this very big ending. Um, it was brilliant. Like it was just from start to finish. It was fantastic. So I, I like what Jill said about just, Oh damn, <laughs> like Molly and I knew what was going to happen in this episode. And they were really faithful to the game. And still there were parts that I like jumped and screamed at. Uh, they, they still just kept me on my toes. Well, I, wow. love, I love that. <clears throat> I, I like what they did with that little village of people. Mm -hmm. Like they were there in the game, but they kind of dove a little bit deeper into yeah. some of the relationships there and just 
the the tenseness that's all, that was already going on between all those people and then you add all this drama to the mix that it, i liked that it was great like yeah like when the woman asks what is it and he says venison it didn't cross my mind at first and oh, then i started it, seeing stuff i was like oh the, so they, they, they drag in even... a deer all proud yeah <laughs> like right oh, after that yeah, that's 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 not good uh it's like she knows she's about to eat her own husband yeah it's just like... it's well and I, I wanted to ask about um because the first time we meet this group and it's it's david who's the leader uh the little girl the young girl's having a conversation about her father and they're and she's asking you know can we bury him and that didn't cross my mind until the very end See. about all that. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. he says it's too frozen outside, which makes sense. The grounds, for, which totally makes sense. But it, makes sense. it comes back around. Anyway. It makes sense. Uh, well, I was, I was going to say on that note, my fiance has a really, really, really r weird skill that he has where he can guess the ending to pretty much anything he watches. <laughs> so, like, literally 30 seconds after they say, oh, we can't bury him because, like, the it's too cold. He turns to me and he goes they're going to eat the husband. Oh, and I was God. like, what? <laughs> he was like, they're starving. They're going to eat the husband. And I'm like, Sean. God, I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Shut up, Sean. Shut, Shut up, Sean. Sean. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask though, uh, just to kind of get the, the conversation rolling in the game. Are the cannibal or not the cannibals? Uh, I mean, are the, yes, they're cannibals, but the bandit cannibals that they met at the college, were they connected to David's group in the game? Or is that a storyline piece for the show? That that is true. That, that is so. True. Okay. That conversation that David's having with Ellie, that he, where he slowly reveals, he's mm -hmm. like, I, I sent some people out to scavenge, and uh, in this version, he's like, one of them died. Yeah. In the game, he's talking about how this crazy man killed all of them, <laughs> uh, but but he's like, yeah, this crazy man killed one of them, and get this, he was traveling with a little girl, and like, mm -hmm. so like that whole conversation. Straight from okay. the game. I was curious if that was a change or not from the game, um, which I thought was just a really cool tie-in to everything that happened before, and it's obviously connected because Joel's on the verge of dying and um, all that stuff. But yeah, let's let's start with the medicine exchange. Is kind of where this episode really starts to kick off. Um, Ellie comes into contact with uh, David and James, and she's hunting deer, kills one, but comes across them. And she wants to trade the deer for medicine. And that kind of spirals into a bunch of stuff. Uh, but let's just talk about, you know, Ellie experiencing this world for the first time by herself and, and going out and hunting and probably against what Joel would have originally wanted for her. But she obviously has to survive. Um, and she did a good job up until a certain point. Um, carried a gun, pointed gun. Jill, what did you think about all this exchange happening before they took her? Uh, I think the, the exchange where her and David are by the fire with the medicine exchange. I think that was one of my first oh dams of the episode. Cause like, I'm like, okay, like I get it. You know, they're going to, they're hungry. They're going to exchange the deer for the medicine. That makes sense. Cool. Whatever. Like there's, it's Joel and Ellie. They don't need a whole deer. So I'm like, all right. And then he starts talking about how people died and it was this guy and there was a young girl with him. And then he goes, put the gun down. And I went, Oh damn. <laughs> I was like, Oh no, here we go. Which I should have known because it started as soon as the episode opened to like little congregation congregations during the apocalypse like that, you know, that's never going to end well. So I was like, mm, I don't trust these guys. I don't mm. trust them. I don't trust you. And I was right. <laughs> I was correct in that assumption, but yeah, that was my first. Oh damn. Of the episode was that exchange? <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Molly, Alex, all of the beginnings of their conversations. I 
I, I liked that right off the bat, you know, Ellie has some pretty intense trust issues. And so immediately she's like, I don't trust you guys. And then she's like, okay, we can do this trade. But I like that they showed her like taking their guns, getting mm. all the bullets out of their guns so that they can't grab them all of a sudden. And I was like, yeah. look at you go, Ellie, you're smart. <laughs> uh, and yeah, she just kind of got dicked over after that. But <laughs> I was like, uh, she knows what to do. I'm, I'm proud of her. I, I'll talk about some of the, the differences from the game and some of the ways that like it would not have worked if they did it the same way in the game. And I really like how they handled it. But to set the stage real quick, we kind of mentioned last week that basically none of that was in the game until it became DLC. So if the show were to follow the game, we would have seen Joel get stabbed. And then the very next episode would have started with Ellie hunting. Because that's what oh. happens. Is like God. Joel is that gets the scene with the bunny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> and that's like rewatching it or replaying it. And Molly was watching, and like Joel gets impaled, and then you pull him off, and like you <laughs> save him, and all this terrible stuff happens. And Molly was like, "Holy crap!" And then it cuts to this cute little bunny, and she's like, it's "That's adorable." And then it dies. But yeah, then it it the camera turns around and it settles on you, and you're like, "Oh, that's Ellie." Oh, wait, I'm playing as Ellie. You're like, oh, shit. And you're like, is Joel alive? What's happening? Got so you it. don't even find out that Joel is alive until he, she's like, do you have medicine for infections, blah, blah, blah. And But you do not see Joel until she gets back to the house. Um, but when James goes to get the medicine, instead of just having a really long chat, you get attacked by the the fungus. And so you now fight alongside David and oh it, like that's how they get you to build trust with him and he's like helping you cheering you on you're you're like where joel would boost ellie up to get to somewhere higher he's doing that for you so you're kind of like maybe this guy isn't so bad and it's like one of the hardest fights in the game and you get through it and you're like whoo glad he was there <laughs> and then it goes through that whole story and one of the coolest things that I've seen someone else post about is if you turn on some of the like visibility help features, uh, they'll give your allies a silhouette of like white and your enemies are in red so that you can tell who's who you should be shooting at and who you shouldn't be. Got it. So in that cutscene, David is he's white through the whole thing. And then he says, James, turn, put down the gun. You turn around, you see James, and you turn back, and he's now a red silhouette. That's oh, like, oh, that's, that's so cool. cool. That's cool. That's, that's a cool. That's cool. So, so I have to ask then, because we didn't get any infected in the episode. Did the episode work without the infected in it? Yeah, I think it's just fine because they're just like an obstacle in the game. It, like yeah. I said, it's just to build trust with David. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I thought that their conversation was really great. Like a yeah. lot of what he says in the show leading up to that reveal is not in the game. They just have that talk about like, she's kind of just throwing insults at him and he's just doing a good job of rolling with the punches and being mm -hmm. like, yeah, you got me. I'm a preacher. And well, th they just have a good talk. They've done a lot in this first season to make Ellie kind of question the darkness inside her and like the violence inside her. And that's doing some real good setup for season two. Interesting. 
Interesting. You guys are leaving me on cliffhangers. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, Molly keeps bringing up season two. She just I have no idea what everyone's talking about. Because we know Um, they're going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Do what? Anyway. Season two. uh, Oh, season two. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, All right. Real quick before we move on, I want to bring up a super chat here from Scotty Heron. Thank you, Scotty. My condolences to Brian. One teacher to another. Got to run and do a bunch of grading myself. Looking forward to listening to this stream later tonight. Thank you, Scotty. Appreciate it. Um, Okay. So, I want to just step back from Ellie for a second. I kind of want to talk about the stuff that happens with Joel because we get a little bit of him sporadically throughout the episode, obviously a little bit more towards the end. And I have to say, Ellie clearly doesn't know how to handle needles because, my God. (laughs) Goes right into the wound. (laughs) I wouldn't know where to put that either. And I don't know if it was too much or whatever, but it definitely kicked his ass into high gear. But it was... (laughs) Some I was watching it. I'm cringing. I'm like, oh my god! This he was girl. running on pure adrenaline and penicillin, <laughs> a lot of it, yeah. <laughs> which is made from fungus, which I didn't know about until the start of this show. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Hmm. So there's Joel. Yeah, anyway, I'm not, I'm not even going to go down that road. <laughs> anyway, that, that, anyway, that just idea of like, uh, I guess I'll stab you here. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I want to talk about the interrogation scene with Joel because this scene was incredible and i've seen the comparisons because that's the one that everyone goes to like on tiktok and stuff so i've seen the comparison and it's very very well done i think pedro fully on just clicked into high gear and just let it all go um i love when he just stabs the guy and walks away goes to the other guy uh i love the scene and i thought it was brilliantly done and the performances and i love how he got what he needed to from them and then just moved on um and it leads to what happens later on in the episode because he obviously cares about Ellie a lot. Um, but yeah, just thoughts about that that scene with Joel and the interrogation. Oh Joel God. was straight up John Wick in that scene. Yes, he <laughs> oh, was. that's a great. He was that's like great comparison. I mean, yeah, basically in the whole episode, he was acting like someone just killed his puppy, and he's I like, "I don't it. have time for this. Let's go." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, accurate. So that's, that's yeah, this, great. That's that great. scene for me definitely had about three oh dams and it like progressed in volume each time. Oh damn. Oh damn. <laughs> like I was like, oh my God. Cause I don't, it takes a lot for me to get really uncomfortable with like violent kind of stuff when it comes to media. But when he put the knife in the dude's knee and said, I will rip your kneecap I, out. I turned. I, went, I turned. I went, oh I God, please look. don't. Like I, I was like, full on like this. I There was no way I was about to see no. someone's knee pop off. There's no way. It freaked me out. I was like, please, for the love of God, do not pop his knee. Like, uh-huh. uh, don't do that. Um, It was wild because like it's, I, I texted you guys. I think I said like, what did I say? Deranged Joel. Because he was just yeah. out of his mind. <laughs> like he didn't give a flying fuck about anything or anybody except finding Ellie. And he was just seeing red, yeah. Literally. And even Sean threw in an oh damn when he <laughs> when he kills the guy after showing him on the map. And then the other guy's like, Why'd you kill him? He told you the truth. How do you know like he's not li- like how do you know he's not lying? He's like, I believe him. And then straight up yep. killed the other dude. Like <laughs> he took a pipe to his head, just full on Yeah. Yeah. Brutal. It was great. Brutal. Loved every second of it. But he's like, Everyone... I have no reason to li- to let them live. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, and they were they were attempting to kill him anyway, so why not? Yes, uh, yeah. I, I genuinely up- think 
that I have blocked out the kneecap thing because I've played that game like four <laughs> times. When we got back to it in the replay, I had a visceral like, oh, God, when he threatened to do it. And again, again in this episode, I'm just like, ah, it's so terrible. Well, just Knee thinking stuff. about that idea. And, and if you go back and like if you do get a shot of like where the knife is, it's like on the tip of his leg. It's like right at the there. point where he put it exactly where he needed to. Oh, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, <laughs> like like he's yeah. done it before, and it's terrifying to think about someone's kneecap popping off. But... Open oh yeah, I mean he can. He might have uh, done it before. Like I'm still, he's no, killed but... a lot. Not, but... no, I don't want that picture in my head of opening a can. That just no. Like what would have been like? <laughs> pop the knee in there and rip it out. Pop top on a on a beer bottle. Just... Oh my god! <laughs> you know those like rubber things that you would kind of bend and put on a table and wait for. Oh like, my god! No. Uh, god, um, all right. Kyle brings up the the one uh, line that everyone seems to be talking about in the scene. Uh, he loved it when Joel yelled, "What town?" during the interrogation. I think that's the line that everyone seems to be going for. Is like Pedro giving all out of like, okay, this this guy cares about ellie more than he's leading on to because that kind of like starts down the path of him really getting to ellie at the end of the episode and the realization that these two are much more than just you know partners in travel per se mm -hmm. that he and obviously the line at the end of the whole baby girl thing which we'll get to but um what a performance from pedro and such small moments too like yeah. again showing how good of an actor this guy is yeah we love so when good. he's a moody father figure in media well he's doing been, it twice a week now uh -huh. <laughs> it's been like interesting the... getting to oh sorry molly i was just gonna say it's, it's interesting getting to see him uh in that episode seven moment where like he's awake and he's not really talking but they're he and ellie are bonding but basically i think that in the show and in the game the second he decides no i'm gonna stay with ellie and sends tommy home and then like right when they start talking it's like once he lets his guard down a little bit, it's like mm -hmm. floodgates are open and he yeah. Yeah. is like, well, she's my daughter now, I guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is mine. I take it with me. <laughs> yeah. And part of that line, like what town for me is also like, it's kind of him finding out like, oh, there's going to be a lot of people here that I might have to kill. And I'm mm -hmm. fine with that. Like, he's just like, <laughs> all right, let's go. Yeah. He's he's deadly. I'm I'm glad we're able to see. And obviously, the game you're killing infected constantly. But I'm glad we're able to see how vicious he really is. Because we get like we get those moments of him talking about his past and like what him and Tommy did and how bad they were and the things that they did. But we haven't been able to see that much. Like he's protected a couple times and he was on the sniper in in, in that episode in Kansas City and stuff like that. But this episode was like Joel unlocked essentially. Like just old Joel full on just going for it. I love seeing it. Like it was, it was violent. It was terrifying at times, but it was, it was really cool to see. I so. mean, yeah, we, we saw him like beat that guy's face in pretty early <laughs> in the season. And then guess who does almost the same thing uh, later in this episode. She's learning. Um, but, but a much more violent you, way, Dad. but a much more violent way. So, yeah. um, but before we get to that, uh, let's talk about, I mean, there's not much to cover, but I did want to ask, is the horse a more important character in the game, or is that how it happens in the game? That's ha that's how it happens in the game, but uh, it's the, hard. they did they name it in the show? I can't remember if they named I, it. Yeah, in the show. they did. I and know they named the town, the other town. Okay, what is the horse's name? Callus. 
I know that there's also a horse named Shimmer, but I think they left oh, that one. Maybe they named Shimmer and not this one then. It, or they swapped the names around. Because I do remember the name Shimmer being thrown around. But it, but in the um, game, so the sad. horse's name is Callus. So there's a little bit of extra bonding with it in the game. It so <laughs> I, was, so I was watching the episode on Sunday night. And um, it was probably about... I don't know, nine o'clock or something. And Gabby was still awake and she hadn't seen an episode yet. She kind of, she watched it early on. I was like, eh, not really for it. And it happened to be like the moments leading up to that scene. And so she watched the guys coming after Ellie and then she saw the horse get shot. She's like, oh, okay, turning off, going to sleep. I'm She's done. Like, nope, I'm done. <laughs> yep, I'm done. She, I'm she just can't handle seeing animals get hurt. And she, and she was like, oh my God, that's awful. You know, that whole thing. So, um, all right, let's talk about David and Ellie. Let's get to the moment where we have her in the cage and they have that conversation about the cannibalism and Ellie sees the ear on the floor. The moments before that, she's kind of playing tricks on him to try to get the keys. Uh, and I think this is what Jill was alluding to, the Emmy moment here um, of her ability to kind of transition between uh, a little bit of heartfelt and then just straight up violent and rude. Um, I love when she says, tell them it's Ellie. Uh, that that line is fantastic. Um, so yeah, let's let's open the floodgates here. Alex, I'll start with you. What did you think about the whole cage scene? It's basically straight from the game. I think they added a little bit of stuff uh, where he was discussing that she has a violent heart, and yeah. so does he. That was not in the game, but again, they're they're doing a good job of building stuff up that they they didn't know about when they made the first game. Mm -hmm. uh, so I really liked that added conversation but yeah I, just just david in general uh shoot i can't remember the actor's name but i thought that he crushed it because mm -hmm. i knew how terrible he was and still in like the first scene with him i was like i can see why someone would trust him and then like you see like jill said when you see just a, a preacher in the apocalypse, your gut instinct is to think this is not going to go well. But I was yeah. like, he he doesn't seem that bad. And oh, all the religious stuff was not in the game. So I thought that was a fun <laughs> added bit. Especially uh, when he says that it was after the apocalypse that he found God. And you're yeah. like, yeah, Scott Shepard, yeah. Okay. That's a little sus. <laughs> Scott Shepard did a great job. Uh, but showing that I was like, okay, he genuinely does seem to be trying to comfort that girl and then the very next scene that he's with her he straight up hits her and you're like oh. okay like that that's another part that made me scream just wasn't mm -hmm. expecting that at all yeah uh yeah I, I just i liked everything about how they handled david's portrayal up through the end it, it feels <laughs> I mean, even he... worse to think that like he believes that what he's doing is the mm -hmm. right thing those are like, the worst kind like, of villains those he's like i'm taking care of all these people yeah. you know i've got to do what i gotta do and then he yeah. brings the religion into it and like he's it, just a and like monster. A, the twisted religion of cordyceps like christianity yeah. inspired by the fungus yeah it, oh, so so twisted yeah yeah that was Oh yeah, because writing, but wild. He compared like what he was the cannibalism basically to like what the fungus was doing. Was that it, or he was it just the violence in general? The, you know, cordyceps yeah. aren't evil; they're just part of nature, and they they try to multiply and they protect their own 
uh, with violence if they have to. Yeah, that was during the fi- where when they were around the fire before James showed back up. I believe is when he was kind of like trying to to sway Ellie into like joining them that he mm-hmm. can protect her. I think that was in the cage scene. Oh, it might have been the cage scene. Either way, same difference. (laughs) Yeah, that the whole cage scene as he was talking to her and like you know, I also have a violent heart and like talk her through this and I I was like, oh, you have the ick. You are you are icky. (laughs) Um, I don't like any of this. I am very uncomfortable. And and then when Ellie started getting up and like went to hold his hand, I was like, no. Oh yeah, the, all that stuff again. Yeah. Just they they keep on saying, oh, you think you already dislike this dude, and then here's something worse, and here's <laughs> yeah. something yeah. worse. Let yeah. me just pile on this terrible sandwich while we still have him on screen. He, he sees Ugh. this opportunity to like recruit her and teach her from such a young age to like follow him and i guess be his child be wife his i don't wife. know yeah yeah i think that's his, his child wife Ugh. the ick i got grooming at, at its worst and obviously like it's open for interpretation as far as his backstory but the entire time he was talking about everything i just got like major oh this guy was a child serial killer and he got off because of the apocalypse like that mm. was the mindset i was having with him well he, obviously I mean, we'll never know of, no well he kind of confirmed that he was at least in a in our word uh when he said my favorite part is when they try and fight it off when they try and yeah, fight yeah that's yeah yeah that's what i'm so saying it's kind like, of confirmed that he was yeah like at least really at least that for sure guy. Yeah. yeah yeah but yeah no gross ew um <laughs> god but like but that but this whole this whole episode really proves again what i've said for multiple episodes is that the people in the apocalypse are far more terrifying than the things that are the mm-hmm. apocalypse, you know, because the fungus they're, they're predictable. You know yeah. what they want to yeah. do. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fungus is like a constant threat in the game and everything. And obviously they're the cause of the apocalypse, but I mean, the show is called the last of us and the humanity. And so I, I do kind of wish there were a little more uh, fungus moments here and there, but you know, we got the big one in episode five, and honestly, the more memorable moments are all between humans. And I like I was just thinking about part two. And I'm like, I don't I can't really remember a big okay, I can remember one <laughs> terrible <laughs> infected moment from Wait till we replay game. it before you make any big well, statements. Well that's I, yeah, I've only played that game once and looking back on it, I'm like, okay, there's one really, really rough uh, infected part, but f- mostly I'm just thinking about the different human characters. I kind of, and I don't know if it was episode two, three, four, I don't know what it was, but I just, I have taken the show as like the number one priority of the show is the relationship between the humans, the characters. And it seems to be focusing on the development of these characters and kind of who they come into contact. And then with the infected, the infected kind of being just like the underlying threat that they run into that. They're not the number one threat. Like, and I know that it, it's going to get compared to a lot, but The Walking Dead, the show is obviously called The Walking Dead. And the threat always seemed to be the zombies. Like they were always the, the number one threat. This show, I feel like it's flipped and it just feels like it's just much more smoother and better at what it's doing because of it. Like it's not know, just that a typical show had zombie cannibals show. too. Mm-hmm. And it's, <laughs> no, it did. You're right. It absolutely did. Yeah. And the governor. Some people scary. are just looking for an excuse to eat each other. <laughs> just looking for one. 
Um, but look, right at right after the cage scene, uh, they come in and and Troy or not Troy, but I guess Troy Baker, but David and James come in and they take Ellie out and they put her on the slab, getting ready to uh chop her up into tiny pieces, tiny bits, as they say. And Ellie reveals that she's infected, and we go through that conversation of whether or not she actually is. Brilliant move by her because it throws oh, yeah, a wrench. She bit him. Yeah, so, it throws a wrench during, into that whole thing. During that whole thing, I was like, okay, she's not really, she's not infected in the way they think of it. But like in my mind, I went, but is she still carrying? Like, if she were to bite someone, could they realistically turn? Like, that's I, I have I that want. question too. Like, mm -hmm. I want to know that because, like, you could be immune to something but still carry, like, the disease and pass it on to somebody else. You it's know a what very I mean? interesting the little, question. The mouth. Yeah. That's what do, I was you need the, do you need the mouth thing? <laughs> well, I think that's how they spread in the show. But in the game, because I, I, I remember in the game being like, oh, but I wanted to know if he was going to turn. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So that's what went, went through my mind. I was like, oh, shit. Like, what if he, act, what if she can actually infect people? That well, and she doesn't cool. know. So, like, just in yes, case was a smart move by her just to do yeah. it. Like, yeah. just, just to do it just in case. And then the move of throwing a wrench in, into making them think other things. And David and James are now off kind of base on what they're going to do. James is like, well, if we eat her are we going to turn like mm -hmm. this whole conversation that still when he hell, slammed but... the the cleaver down next to her head that's another part where i screamed yeah and i'm like I guess. yeah me too that's in the I game mean, he got off and the i was still just so scared and it's like i know she's not gonna die but like that still scared the crap out of me yeah 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 no i mean it, it was it was an incredible scene and, and moment ellie just being you can see that she's picking up on things with joel she's very resilient on her own but being with joel has definitely helped her obviously and that moment where he she takes the cleaver and chops James' head off, basically throws it right into the side of his neck, and we get the blood gushing out. That's just super excessive, um, which I'm sure you girls loved a lot. But yeah, uh, classic. And then we get that scene with the burning building and David calling out to her. We get a little chase stuff, and then Ellie just goes absolutely ham. Just goes absolutely ham. Good. Um, very, very interesting ending. I was not expecting it. Um, I obviously was expecting it to end with David dying, but I thought Joel was obviously going to come save her. Um, but I'm really happy that that didn't happen because it shows that she is worth more and is capable of doing more than just being saved by him. So mm -hmm. uh, That's exactly what they want you to think. Yep. Yeah. Like they said that in the episode. In the game, you're also cutting back and forth between Ellie and Joel. So like, you're playing as Ellie trying to escape and then you'll cut to Joel and he's trying to fight his way through the thing. And so you're, you're acting as Joel, like, okay, I'm back as Joel. I have to go save Ellie. And so it, they, they really play with that in the game too. Mm -hmm. I liked uh, in the game, the part in the restaurant, cause you have to be real sneaky and there's mm -hmm. like glass on the floor that you have to avoid stepping on. Cause oh, then he'll God. come find you. But that part is, even really tense in just the game where he's just kind of walking slowly going like ellie and you're just like sneaking around it's so creepy pretty sure he killed me twice on story mode <laughs> it, was still, it, was, it was difficult how dare but as far as like how ellie ended up killing him he he spent that whole episode being like the worst person ever so i was like it's not too bad he deserved, he deserved it. it. He 100% deserved it. Yeah. He was about to chop her into bits. Like, she was about to 
die you know, and 30 out. seconds before that, out. you know? Yeah. He, he found out hard. He found out. Find out. Yeah. Don't mess Jill, with Joel and Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> what'd you think of that scene, Jill? When Ellie pummeled his face in with a the whole, the whole sequence. Yeah. James and David and all of it. Yeah. Um, I, I was, th I was very happy that Troy Baker didn't get turned into a, a zombie cordyceps. I'm glad that he went out with a freaking like cleaver in the neck. That was. Well, I, li I like that Ellie killed Joel, which was. Funny. Ellie killed Joel. Full circle moment. Um, that was fun. I'm glad. I, it's fun that they had him in the episode too. But yeah, that the whole that whole scene with the fire and David and oh god no like I said the ick there's just the ick all over it and I hated it and I was so uncomfortable and like which clearly that's what they wanted um and they definitely succeeded but she was definitely letting out a lot of um I feel like a lot of uh trauma in that moment she experienced a lot of trauma and she had all of this past stuff that I feel like she just kind of let it all out in that moment because I think someone in the chat had mentioned it I believe that when she killed Troy that was her first in-person kill of the season yes the first time she killed a person this season I believe so yeah correct uh, the, from what we've seen anyway yeah For, yeah correct me if I'm wrong in that statement but well, she shot oh no she, she almost sh killed. wounded Brian that that guy yeah she did which wasn't uh, off camera it... kill Riley. Okay. But... Yeah. But this was a little bit more like, I feel, I feel like a personal thing. And so that's obviously going to like mess with you. And she just was like letting everything out. And she really only needed to hit him across the head once, you know, you take, you take a cleaver to the forehead. You're, you're not coming back from that, but she was like, there was a lot built up there. And I think that's going to be a big ongoing thing with her now because it it also kind of proved what david had told her is that you have a violent heart mm -hmm. you know and now she's gonna have to live with this crazy guy told me this thing and he was potentially correct about it how am i supposed to feel about this like that's just a mind f in itself you know so she's gonna be going through a lot of ish i'm getting I vibes that the part two deals with that a lot. Yeah. But I'm not going to go any further. I'm not going to go any further. I'm assuming so. I'm, I'm assuming. curious if anybody in the chat, any crazies out there counted how many times she swung that cleaver. I would love to know. I <laughs> Enough that she got tired and, yeah. and decided, <laughs> and decided <laughs> to keep going. <laughs> she like slows down for a second and then goes in for round yeah, two. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, before we move on, we do have a special guest who has joined us in his, in the midst of his teacher conferences. Mr. Brian is here. <laughs> Hello. my classroom. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mr. A. Yes. Oh, is it saying Mr. A? It does. Oh, I, have, I, have to put the, I have to put the names on. There we go, oh, Mr. Yeah. A. That's what they call me. Um, I was not going to miss a, an episode about cannibals. I mean, come on. Do you have an obsession yeah. with cannibals? We don't know about I, I mean, like zombies and cannibals and all. I mean, it goes hand in hand. We love. Would we you? Love would you have eaten a person in The Last of Us? Prime? No, I for sure would have been the person that got eaten. <laughs> oh no! That's how yeah. we died. Wait. So, so okay. Was... So we got to ask. We got to ask here. Yeah. Where, where are the times that you would have died, Brian? Is uh, I would have been for sure like the the guy that like the I forgot the the main guy's name. He would have been like David. David. Yeah, David. 
it would have been like, oh, hey, come check out this cool meat locker. And like, oh, cool. Like, <laughs> oh, you would have been you would have been one of the people hanging in the shed. Oh, 100%. Oh, gross. Okay, 100%. I, I would have been like, oh, look, it's a meat locker dead. Um, so <laughs> it, that was one of them. Um, I for sure <laughs> would have been picked off easily by the people that shot Ellie's horse. I would have probably gotten in the way somehow and be like, don't kill him. And then been like, what? And like gotten in the way of the bullet. <laughs> so that one. And my last one was more than likely when the building was on fire, I would have forgotten where the exit was. Molly said, Molly guessed that one. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. I would have forgotten where the exit was and probably passed out from smoke. Well, to, to I mean, it, the doors were locked, so you didn't have a choice either way. But yes, okay, fair enough. I think it. I think it would have been even sooner, and it would have been you're hunting for the deer, and you shoot the shotgun, and it slams back in a certain way. I, I think he would have tripped on a right rock. Place. Yeah, okay. he would have tripped on a rock. The gun would have shot upward, and he would have shot himself in the and head. I am actually yeah. really good with the shotgun. Oh. I went to the driving range. That's for whatever reason, not the driving a range. Driving range. Oh. <laughs> a driving Shooting range. Shooting at golf balls yeah. as they Let, go by. Let's, let's go to a driving range with Brian and a gun. That okay. sounds right. Okay, that's fair. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I'm this. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Brian, hold on. What? You would have gotten killed by the rabbit. No. <laughs> at the very beginning. Oh, no. I was so, so I've owned, I've had like four or five rabbits in my lifetime. And I'm, oh. I was like, God dang it. Like, they're going to kill another rabbit. It's always a rabbit. Like, let's, <laughs> they're good dogs protein. and rabbits are like my weak spot. Now it got away, and I was like, oh, yay. I was very happy. Uh, even though that means she starved. Oh. So, um, all right. Quickly, I want to get to a super chat here. We have uh, two. I want to get to the first one from Tim Sim. British Vogue did an interview with Bella about her time with the show at Paris Fashion Week, and she said that the finale will be divisive. My question is, will it be for those who played the game or those who haven't or both? I guess we'll I bet you it's divisive in the sense of it's going to change something. Well, from what I understand, this story in the finale was originally supposed to be a DLC, but it was never released. No, no. OK, OK. <laughs> I read that online, so I wasn't sure if that was right. Okay, okay. So is is next week's story in the game? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, there's a lot still that is that happens in the game that I assume is going to happen in the show. It might be divisive in that they might stop it at a different point. I I feel like well, a Bella didn't play the game before shooting this, so she is talking more as a newcomer to the story B I think that the end of the game is I don't know if divisive is the right word but like it, it raises a lot of interesting questions I think we'll have a lot to talk about next week but yeah I don't think they're all of a sudden gonna pull the rug out from under us and change something huge like the show has been I would say very faithful so far even in episode three when they told a completely different story it still felt along the same lines i don't think they're all of a sudden gonna just do something completely different i mean yeah the, the show has done a really good job at showing us that even though we love these two characters 
they're not necessarily good people. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of darkness in them. Yeah. Well, I think we talked early in the season that, that, uh, I don't know who said it or, or the exact verbiage, but we, we basically said that even though, uh, there's bad guys in the game, everyone's bad. Like Mm -hmm. there's there's no no good guys and bad guys. Yeah. There's no, there's no good guys and bad guys. It's kind of like tit for tat. Everyone has their kind of moments, depending on your point of view. Who's the worst um, of the bad? Depending on your certain yeah. point of view. Depending on your certain point of view. Yeah, correct. Uh, another super chat here from Tim Sim. I want to bring up. Thank you, Tim. Also, should we be concerned that the finale is only 45 minutes long? That gives me bad Game of Thrones final season vibes. No. Uh, absolutely not. No. No. Because the entire last season of Game of Thrones was trash. It wasn't a great season, and then that's it true. shit the bed on the last episode. Well, let's also, true. and just let's talk about a show that's currently on, but The Mandalorian is 40 minute episodes typically 35 minutes for the last episode and it got so much done yeah like there's so much to do in that much time frame especially for something like um the last of us you know there's yeah i mean i I don't think you have to be worried at all the the end of the game like we're in the end game it's it's really (laughs) not that much story left and it's kind of i remember playing through it again i was like oh yeah this segment is actually pretty short so I, I think 45 minutes is plenty of time to even add some stuff. And they, they might do a little bit of a time jump even between the, this episode that we're talking about and the finale, because they can if they want to. The, I mean, I think they will, because it's spring. Like, uh, in the game, yeah. this ends winter. And it goes jumps us to I, like so i think it was two episodes ago we had a three month time jump i could see mm-hmm. like another month or two time jump after this you know not everything has to happen in one big clump like you can take time to have things kind of fleshed out and things happen yeah um, i'm just very curious the, on where it goes I'm things just, in the game curious. are like divided by the seasons right yeah so we can so, just jump to spring after this yeah and, and totally. i will say i think that's one thing that the game maybe did slightly better is that after Joel gets impaled in the game, he gets his injury, it cuts to black, we jump to winter from uh, fall, and so then you're like, oh, okay, time jump. Oh, wait, I'm Ellie. Wait a minute, is Joel alive? <laughs> and, and and then when he recovers, it makes a little more sense. Like, I feel like he got hurt and recovered over the course of a couple days, and yeah. I'm like, yeah. I don't know about that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Your your injury was, wasn't as bad as it was in the game, but yeah, he was still bleeding quite a quite a lot, though. He still got a lot of recovery to go. Granted, yeah. he only had to kill three people in the show, and in the game, it's like four. an army. Yeah. <laughs> uh, James James hit it right on the head here. I want to bring this up. I don't know why uh, we worry about time, considering how efficient the storytelling has been all season. Exactly, I agree. I hundred percent agree. Like, like, that's, that's what it's I said. Been, but it's been so entire, tight all season long. Yeah. Entire last season of Game of Thrones was garbage. This I, season I, I certainly, w- I certainly wouldn't complain if it were another hour and a half long episode, no. like like episode one. But it doesn't have to be. Yeah. yeah, if it doesn't need to be, then don't make it a long one just for the sake of it. Uh, question here, and this comes from uh, inspiration of Blake in the comments. Are there any new characters that we're going to meet outside of Ellie's mom left in the story? Like, like example, like a David and James we met in this episode. In, not in the second game. I don't want people well, yeah, to say there, yeah, right, okay, right, How right. about that? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Okay. Ooh. I'm going to say 
probably not, but maybe. Okay. Again, there's some things they could do if they wanted to set some stuff up. But oh, yeah. I, I think probably not. <laughs> I wish I had like a light bulb emoji again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here like, wait, what? Oh. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. I mean, look, I, I'm not against it at all. Like, I think someone said it in the, in the chat, but they did David and James and that whole story within a 50 minute episode. Like, and it was perfection. So yeah. I'm, I'm not against meeting. I was just curious. I was, just I have curious, a question. So. How much more prevalent are the fireflies in the game versus the show? Like, about is like it this. about, Oh really? Okay. I, yeah. I feel like they would just, I don't know. To me, it, I feel like they would be more, like important or like like a bigger like, threat yeah like like had have had more story but if it's not more in the game then obviously they don't need to but i was just that was one thing i was thinking about i was like we haven't really the fireflies are just this kind of like name almost at this point like other than like little teeny bits in the first two episodes i think it's pretty much yeah. just been namesake i mean marlene talked about how they've been fighting for however long 20 years and have accomplished nothing like mm. and then they get to the college and the fireflies are gone that's kind of a, a thing in the game where and i guess they did about the same amount of times in the show but they get to the capitol building and the fireflies are dead and so they go over to the college and the fireflies are gone and they moved over here so that they're like constantly trying to catch up with this group of people who's just being whittled down yeah it feels like a giant chase essentially like mm -hmm. every time they get there they're somewhere else um hence you know they, they're going to salt lake city is what i imagine is happening next so um i mean look fantastic stuff brian we covered a lot while you weren't here obviously is there anything that you wanted to just quickly mention before we kind of start to wrap up here um, oh actually no hold that thought brian we haven't talked about the final line of the episode or the one of the final lines of the episode oh the baby yeah uh, I got you, baby girl. We have not talked about that. Uh, the first time that Joel has said that since Sarah, obviously. Um, how did everyone feel about that moment? Jill? That, that was my crying. That was my, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was my sad crying, oh, damn. Because, uh, I mean, he, he, I feel like Joel is trying to right the wrong, <laughs> not not right the wrongs because he really had nothing to do with how Sarah died. Like there was really nothing he could really do to stop it. But obviously in his mind, he feels like he could have done something. So he's kind of doing everything he can to now save Ellie in return. And like Alex said, they got to that one point where now the floodgates are open. He's all emotional. He realizes that like, this is his child. Now this is mine. And he verbally said so when he, called her baby girl he gave her her he gave her him jacket <laughs> yeah jacket. i was like mm, precious it, it was it was a really sweet moment and i definitely welled up a little bit hearing him say that but like i also thought in the back of my mind i was like does ellie obviously she's grateful that he's there and like she's like enjoying this moment but i was like does she think in the back of her mind like oh he just thinks that i'm his daughter again like i'm gonna constantly yeah. be trying to live up to i'm the replacement to, yeah kind of like that maybe not like, in that moment but that kind of pl might plant a seed i like what they talked about at the end of the episode um 
they were talking about how she just fell into his shoulders. Mm-hmm. And like once her realizing that it was it was him and, and he was there. And after everything that happened, she just kind of fell into his shoulders, which, you know, we could obviously go to a point where she is having that conversation with herself with Molly just mentioned. But I like I'm just like to be optimistic of her being like, oh, no, like he's here. You know, whatever's happened in the past is the past. What we just went through, et cetera. And I'm, you know, we're just back together. Yeah. So, yeah, she's she's never had a real safe zone her mm-hmm. entire life. And like this is yeah. the moment where she's like, you are my safe zone. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think that she worries about whether or not she's like a replacement. I think she probably views Joel as her father figure now and is probably fine with the way that he views her, which, yeah, I, I really like the way they did it in the show. It's slightly different from the game again, but her kind of walking out in, in the game, Joel's like stops her from cleaving David. Uh, oh, okay. it, it, like in the middle of that, mm. he just runs up to hug her and get her to safety. And she like almost attacks him. They they basically said it was too dangerous to do that with all the fire going on. <laughs> so they had her walk outside, but they still had her him come up and her freak out. And But that moment of her realizing that, oh, it's it's Joel and just collapsing, uh, I thought was great. And I love that when he's hugging her, you see the watch yeah. clearly in the shot. Mm-hmm good good stuff mr a yeah i mean that was the heart of the mo of the episode right i mean there wasn't really anything like touching if you will like joyful throughout it was pretty uh dark dark is a good word uh, Joel got some penicillin. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that when Jake exciting. said, "Do I have anything to talk about?" Uh, she just stabbed that wound right in the middle. <laughs> That's how you do we, it, right? We talked about that. <laughs> That's how. Yeah. Molly, if the apocalypse happens and you need penicillin, that's how I'm going to do it. Yeah, it, it worked. In the <laughs> I don't. I don't know it, better. I guess it works. Let's hope Molly doesn't get stabbed by a bat. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, just went right in there, like, "Well, it's going here," and just went. I love her yelling like Joel. Tell me what to do with this, and like <laughs> getting go? nothing done. <laughs> right, right in the middle. Um, but yeah, no, the baby girl was cute. Obviously, you're just like, oh. And I, I see. I don't. I don't see her as thinking like I'm Sarah's replacement. I just think it's very much just kind of like he's my not dad, but like my protector, my 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 person so yeah i don't know it was sweet all right well any uh any final thoughts on the episode anything we might have missed any final comments before we start to wrap up i just want to know what the rest of that town went through after yeah where are they (laughs) did it it all burn to the ground like where where i think it was just their kind of their meeting point but like no one came out to be like what the hell (laughs) yeah i want i want ellie to get her deer meat yeah yeah. go get your venison she killed that deer like a pro and i was like dang i bet you yeah using all the lessons joel taught her i bet you one of them uh came rushing to help look through the window saw ellie absolutely destroying david and said went back to the people said 
Nah, we're good. <laughs> we it's like those stormtroopers <laughs> walking by Kylo Ren. Yes. Yes. Like, yes. No. Nope. Nope. Yep. We're no. not stopping that. Let that happen. It's you know, it, it is what it is. So <laughs> yeah. Uh well, the things I missed really quick things. I love the guy that the guy that was Dave played David wasn't a voiceover, was he? No, the guy that uh, that yeah, leaves in his, the neck is Troy yes, Baker, who's the voice control. Yeah. No, but the the guy was great as creepy cult leader that eats people. Like I 100 percent bought that. I was like, yep, he would. Um and like you know. 100 percent Um and yeah, I, mean, I have my own cult, so I would know. Hey, I hope people. you I hope if you ever get to meet that actor, you tell him that. You like, seem like the type. Yeah, yeah you would. You suspiciously play a cult leader very well, sir. You like a cult leader. Um, when she stabs the, just went full like tomahawk in his neck. That caught me off guard real quick. It's amazing. Uh, her snapping his finger was awesome. Any type of like little action thing was great. Um. I was you really, really love the violence, Brian. Goodness. Well, yeah. There's been a couple slow, non-actiony episodes, so yeah, it's like it's good to that. get. Yeah, it's good to get. A how sound. about how about uh, Joel almost ripping a kneecap off? Ooh, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> Again, we're still. Dude, <laughs> let's not. <laughs> Dude, so as someone that studied anatomy, uh, that is yeah. the perfect spot if you uh -huh. want to. Uh -huh. torture someone because there's like uh -huh. a gap in between the kneecap and the the two bones that connect and why are we just... getting this brian who <laughs> are, are you sorry. my bad <laughs> we we did it in school we, we just we unlocked brian's school. training uh -huh. <laughs> um while well, i'm doing this out of middle school uh but yeah no as he i it it was interesting i actually was kind of like shocked that he killed the guys I was. like i mean i get it like they probably could have gone back or whatever but like he made was also super high on some drugs so well she did stick it right in the middle of his does penicillin do that i don't know he was acting all fuzzy a little bit maybe not as super high. i mean i think he was just hurt i i, I yeah, don't know how hurt. much penicillin he needed but she just gave him all of it that, was, like, that was the one thing that i was like that's <laughs> a risk like i was like she's just like and she did it just like yeah this is enough okay yeah she just gave him two doses like yeah who, who knows do you are you only supposed to have one or are you supposed to have two? like it was like you are taking a chance. Um, yeah. I was really upset when they shot the horse. I thought that was sad. Oh my god! Yeah. Back to the horse. The yeah. horse. Um, yeah. Overall, I, overall, this was one of my uh, maybe one of my favorite episodes. Maybe I was going to say favorite, but I actually really enjoyed the first episode. Um, I'm trying to think if anything else really happened. So Kyle Shaw did the due diligence. He went back. 23 slashes. <laughs> 23 yeah, she, slashes. She got all her... How old is she? 14? 15? 14. 16? 14? She got all her 14 years worth of pissed off. <laughs> if, she, if she ever starts a band, I need her to call it 23 slashes. Yes. Oh, a great name. Love that. Yeah. That's it, great. That's great. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Anything else I missed, really? 
not no you stepped in at the perfect time brian right toward, as we were talking to the ending so. I, right at the end is that what you're yeah. gonna say stepping yeah. right at the end yeah. <laughs> i was curious if you weren't even sending me the link or not uh i but, didn't my computer messages weren't updating so i looked at my phone and i saw you texted me so fair. um but yeah i i think it, everything about this episode was, episode was great uh i agree with you i was looking like where are the townspeople like yeah. everyone's just cool with like yeah david was a freaking weirdo anyways like we'll just leave i guess like, we just didn't see joel kill all of them <laughs> Yeah. yeah, right. Because that's what happens in the game. So. <laughs> Not really. Yikes. Yikes. And when he when David took the glove off and whacked that child in the face, I was like, Yeah. Okay. Like they did not waste any time making him look like a yeah. shitty person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think they did. Bad. I think they, they did a good job of making him seem like he might be all right. And then Eventually, uh-huh. you're like, nope, he's terrible. He's terrible. I was wrong. Yeah. I, hate I, I was very much like, I've seen The Walking Dead. I know how these things <laughs> these things play out. Never trust the guy that seems to be good. Uh, and obviously, where do we get this food? Uh, venison. Yeah, that was. Yeah. <laughs> um, animals. All right. Well, we have one episode left of The Last of Us. We will be here uh, next Tuesday, five o'clock Pacific to break down the finale, um, talk about everything that it has in store for us and talk about what could happen next in season two whenever we do get season two. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Subscribe for that. And we'll be here next Tuesday. We'll do some quick plugs before we wrap it up. Jill, start us off. Where can everyone find you online? Jilly Marie, two Y's, two E's, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, catch me in about 10 minutes making uh, loaded baked potato soup. Mm. All up in that Instagram story. Uh, yeah. I was like, we're doing soup channel? Soup <laughs> channel. Uh, Molly? Uh, you can find me at Molly Damon on Twitter. Uh, you can find me over on Star Wars Explained. Talking all the Star Wars stuff. We're doing... Why are you pointing to him? You're Mrs. Star Wars Explained. Mrs. Star Wars Explained. Mr. and Mrs. Star Wars Explained. Uh, Yeah, we're doing lots of stuff tomorrow. Bad Batch videos are coming. Mando videos are coming. Reactions. Live stream. You guys are so boring. (laughs) Tomorrow's going to be fun. (laughs) They've got got absolutely nothing going on. Yeah, nothing going on. It's a boring time for them. It's a boring time. Uh, Alex, how about you? Molly just said literally all of it. But yeah, yeah we're yeah. talking about The Mandalorian tomorrow and The Bad Batch on Thursday, and we'll be streaming both nights. And uh, Tony Thaxton from Motion City Soundtrack is our guest tomorrow. I'm excited about nice. that. Really? That's yeah. dope. <laughs> oh, hype. That's so cool. And Brian, quickly before you pop off. Uh, be of all seen on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> and uh, my book call on Goodreads. There's someone in his classroom. Bye, Brian. Brian's got to <laughs> pop off like a kneecap. Jake, <laughs> 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 okay, end it. End it on that. I got to do my stuff. What are you oh, okay. do my stuff? Uh, wow. At Qui-Gon Jake, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Apocalypse Movies. In an hour, we're talking all the uh, Punisher, Star Wars stuff that came out today. So make sure you're joining us there. And then again, check out the Patreon here for POV. Lots of cool things coming this month. We appreciate you guys. Stay safe. And we'll catch you guys next time. Bye, Bye. guys.